Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online. The fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. So I don't know if you've heard but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. Apparently, he's going to try out for Pau Gasol's team. He's been taking a new product he owes the credit to, Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH-balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. Just one ounce a day, three times a day, and in a week, you'll see the effects. There's no denying it. Father time is undefeated. But products like Balance 7 help, as it allows you to hydrate and recover faster, as opposed to other sports drinks and traditional water. This is just one of the many perks of allowing you to handle your wear and tear as an athlete. And we all know, the less things you have to worry about on the field, on the court, or wherever, the better. You can see how Balance 7 has helped. And right now, if you go to balance7.com and use the promo code believe you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH balancing drink go to work. Again, that's balance7.com and use the code believe that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. I did. If it worked for him, it can work for you too. At the 15, at the 10, everybody welcome back to another edition of bullseye the ub bulls football podcast my name is Kyrie demos i'm your host and today i've got a special guest with me keon williams top receiver for the bulls this season how's it going today keon it's good how you doing I'm good. I'm good. And, you know, it's great to be able to have you on now and, you know, especially seeing what you've been able to put together. And, you know, I was excited to hear about you coming in. You know, I feel like especially a time like this with, you know, how crazy the transfer portal has been with 
bringing guys in and guys leaving and things like that. It's always exciting to see some new names coming in. So, you know, it seems like you've had a pretty seamless um, fit into the offense. You know, what, what's it been like for you? You know, over 90 yards receiving in each of the first two games of the season. Just, you know, how do you feel you've been able to get accustomed to Coach uh, Shane Montgomery's offense? Uh, I would say just as far as myself and everybody, I feel like um, this offense is, perfect fit, is a perfect fit for the type of players we have on the on the roster. Mm-hmm. So um, it really was just us all buying into this new system uh, and with just how fast that we did everything. Uh, I think that's what helped all of us get comfortable with this offense. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I definitely, you know, feel that the same way, you know, it's a very, it's a high tempo offense and and it's an offense that, you know, is pretty balanced. And and I think, you know, you guys have a pretty well-rounded group of skill guys um, that you can all get the ball out to. So, you know, that that's pretty cool as well. So just, just talking about um, you coming in to UB, you know, and also adjusting to the new coaching staff, you know, what's it been like for you to learn from someone like Dallas Baker, who, you know, was a a pretty high level division one receiver himself um, at Florida. It's honestly a blessing because as a kid, I knew who coach Baker was, Uh, you know, that great, the great Florida teams he played on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, that was pretty, at first it was honestly just a cool moment just to be, just to be a part of what he's building just as a, as a coach and just uh, with the culture, within the culture that we got at UB. And uh, so, uh, yeah, at first I just had to, I just took a step back and looked at it like I was still a kid and like, dang, like this for real. And then I get to learn from somebody like him. And uh, it's been great because I really just been, I really just been taking everything he says uh, and just applying it to my game as best as I can because I've seen him do it and I know it and, and I know it can be done and he always tells us that he won't tell us to do anything that he hasn't seen or that it hasn't been done. So it's it's been pretty good just to just to learn from him for real. Yeah, it's it's gotta be so amazing to think of someone who obviously won a national championship, played in the NFL for a bit, you know, someone who who has seen the ins and outs of this game is teaching you every day. You know, that's gotta be uh, an invaluable experience. No, no doubt. Well, um, you know, just also looking ahead or just thinking about the season and everything thus far, you know, for you, you know, to be able to come into UB, first off, what was it that really attracted you to UB and, you know, why um, you decided to make the transfer over and uh, join the Bulls? I, I knew about Buffalo, of course, because I, I played against them two uh, two times in the, in the past few years. So uh, I always was just alert of what Buffalo was doing over here. And um, so that was one thing. And then whenever Ivan just got the interest shown in me while I was in the portal, my uh, coach Baker, coach Montgomery, coach Mo, that just the, the way, the way that coach Baker recruited me, it was genuine. He showed me that he just cared about me even as a, as a person, regardless of where I went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me that he would love to have me as a player if if it could work out. And he tried his hardest to get it to work out. And I I think I can't I thank him all the time for it because he stood on the table for me just to even get me over here. And while being in the portal, I didn't have any motion really going with anything as far as schools. Well, as far as FBS schools, I had some FCSs and um, some 
barely any FBS is, uh, that was really just consistent showing interest and stuff like that. But Coach Baker has his interest. It never wavered. He tried his hardest uh, to do everything he could possible. And, and I feel like I just owe it to him just to give everything I got because without God and him, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be here. Like I it was, it was just all the best, honestly. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think that's something that a lot of kids could really learn from, you know, obviously getting the biggest offer that you can is a major deal. And, you know, being able to get to a division one program and getting those scholarship offers, I totally understand that. You know, right. I mean, I was a kid in, 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 in those shoes, you know, as well, you know, um, having played at UB. So yeah, absolutely. It's all, it's all about the situation, you know, and I wish kids really took that into heart. No doubt. Yeah, it's sure about the fit. Most definitely. And so, you know, just just switching gears a little bit, just just talk a little bit about your experience coming up. You know, I know you're from the Oklahoma City area. Um, you had a you know stellar career uh, as sophomore and everything like that. So just, you know, what was your football path like, you know, from your youth days um, to now? Uh, football wise, uh um, I started when I was five. My friend, uh, I started playing football when I was five. My first game was on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually. Oh, that's and then, awesome. At first, I didn't like football. Though. I ain't gonna lie. My <laughs> first year, I hated it. I played. I played like two years up with seven year olds when I was five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I ain't, I just didn't like it. It was it was just something I wasn't really just. I was interested in it, but I wasn't interested in the in what went into it, the process of everything. Just to be great. I knew I wanted to play in the NFL or the NBA growing up mm-hmm. always, but that first year was kind of hard for me to just to realize, like, this is what you got to do in order to be great at this. And, uh, and my, and my pops, he did a good, he did a great job of just instilling that, uh, that hard work mentality that just the process driven mentality as since I was a kid. And, um, from then on, uh, through my youth days, I bounced around to uh, to a couple teams. Then I finally got set uh, with some of my like my lifelong friends, my brothers, for real, and we all playing college ball like around the country, Texas, Houston, uh, a couple in Oklahoma still, uh, you know. But uh, I eventually got with them guys. Uh, then like middle school, high school, uh, got with them for a few, a little bit. Uh, I separated from him, went to another high school actually before I went to sophomore, uh, PC North. Mm-hmm. And uh, there I played two years there. And then I left after basketball season my sophomore year. And uh, finally ended up clicking back, uh, linking back up with them guys and, uh, at sophomore. And then we just, we, we balled out, we had fun. Uh, we won a lot of games, we learned a lot. Uh, saw a lot of stuff that I would have never saw if I didn't go to school with them. Just because they were so high caliber and in their talents too, uh, play with some four stars, five stars, uh, and just the experiences I had from that was just seeing all the process of just even the, the whole recruiting process. Uh, I didn't even know it was that that real. Seeing, um, I'm seeing all type of coaches coming through there. I, I can't even name like the big time high profile coaches I saw coming up. Um, just I'm just thankful for that experience because I never would have saw that with them in there. Um, yeah, the recruiting process was hard. Uh, I would say that just because I was I was the kid that came in sophomore late, mm-hmm. and it's not like I couldn't play. It's just like I was somebody that everybody ain't know about at the time. 
And so all my stuff kind of came in late while they, all them guys had offers like our sophomore, like in the freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, they pretty much know where they're about to go. Me, I was in the junior year FCS schools, which was still a blessing for real. FCS is in JUCOs up until uh, January of my senior year. Got my first FBS offer. Um, got them from Eastern Michigan, Wyoming, Louisiana, Monroe. But they was all in there all to play cornerback, and people don't know that I was really a, I was I was a D back, but um, took my visits and stuff. Uh, took a FCS a visit too to Eastern Illinois, and uh, went to Wyoming and Eastern for my visits as well. And then right before signing day, got the call from my old head coach at Eastern, and he told me he wanted me to play receiver for him instead of corner. And, at that point, it was a no-brainer uh, where I had to go as far as, like, school. And I liked the visit. I liked the vibe of just the, just the environment of Eastern Michigan. Uh, mm. So made my decision there and then played them years. Uh, had a great time. Great time for sure. Uh, did, what I, did what I went to college to do for sure, graduate and ball out on the field uh, and have fun doing it. So did that and then, that, then now I'm here. No doubt. Yeah. And, you know, so before we um, get into the EMU stuff, you know, I wanted to go back to something you talked about with um, with your high school days. Just the fact that, you know, you played with some four stars, some five stars, some guys that um, that you were teammates with and friends with that are still playing college ball around the country. And there's some names that you wanted to share. Uh, yeah. Uh, my boy, Casey Thompson mm-hmm. uh, to uh, University of Texas. He the, uh, he the quarterback there. Okay. Uh, Javarius Owens, uh, he plays safety at University of Houston. Bray Walker, uh, offensive lineman at University of Oklahoma. Uh, mm-hmm. Played with some other ones. Uh, Quindon Lewis, um, uh, he went to Memphis out of high school, but now he's back at home at University of Central Oklahoma, uh, finishing out uh, finishing out there, uh, just to name a few. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and and I feel like, you know, when you come up in an environment like that where you got guys who have the same goals and aspirations as you is, hey, I want to play college ball. Hey, I want to potentially play in the league one day. You know, I think that is so important because if you don't have that right environment, right, yeah, there are some some roses that grow from the concrete, but I feel like that that environment of having guys who have that like minded mentality as you is really what uh, allowed you to, to thrive. No doubt. Cause I seen, I saw them, you know, get what I want to like, get what I want to as well. And then I also had some people older than me that I saw coming up, uh, that I was blessed to be around that kind of, they paid, well, they for sure paved the way just on how to do everything. They, they, they for sure laid the blueprint and I'm thankful for all that great coaching growing up from the moment I started playing ball with my pops to, just other coaches I had along the way, uh, like Charles Thompson's played at Oklahoma. He was my that's Casey's dad. Uh, got to be around them so much growing up, and just learned so much from him. Got to pick his brain, and he put a lot of he put a lot into my game, just from the mental aspect of it. And so that changed my outlook, and I felt like I had an advantage over kids my age, uh, regardless of where I was at, regardless of the level. So uh, thankful just to see stuff like that, just to be around stuff like that for real. For sure. Exciting news. Our pod is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. 
You'll be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com Football Pick'em Challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em, at PlayActionPools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to PlayActionPools.com and sign up for the contest, Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to PlayActionPools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. PlayActionPools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. Amazing, man. And, um, you know, just just talking about, you know, as you moved on from the high school level, being able to go to EMU, you know, just talk about your experience. You know, what was it like there, you know, being um, in Michigan? Uh, not too that can't be too far away from Oklahoma, right? Uh, shoot, it's, that's 16 hours. That's over a thousand miles. A little farther than I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, just, uh, you know, what was your time um, th- like there? It was it was great to sum it up in one word. Honestly, um, mm-hmm. from the moment I came in, uh, I felt welcomed and loved uh, just off the field more than on the field, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the community is great. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't they, – they consider Eastern Michigan like a – just to, I don't know. So I would say I, I think people look at it as like an afterthought of like schools to go to, even in the MAC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of embrace that. Just that, just that whole I'm slept on mentality, or just mm-hmm. the whole I'm slept on thing. Just as a person, and then I go to a school who is also I feel like it slept on, and we always had talent there. Mm-hmm. Uh, always, always was capable of winning any game we was in, and the just the. I was sitting just away from football. Honestly, the people I was with, uh, I made some friends there. Like, they lifelong friends. Like, some of be at my wedding. They going to be the first ones I'll call if anything happened uh, mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, my kids will know their kids. I fam- my families know their families right now. Like, they like it's just so, like, I would say that was a family more than just a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got people I played with when I was a freshman. That was seniors that moved on, but I still I'm still in contact with them to this day. Okay. So uh, I would say the the biggest thing about Eastern was the family first, like the family first thing, and that uh, just having that being that far away from home, it makes it easier for me mentally to to thrive and just to go as hard as I can because I'm going hard for my family, and I feel like it made it easier for my uh, it made it easier for my family as well. Just to trust me, being that far away from home, uh, you know, 18 years old, coming out there, I, I'd never been to Michigan a day in my life. But I was uh, prepared just to even – I was always prepared to not go to school in my home state. So um, I was I was ready, but they also helped me. They, my, whole, my whole team was behind me just as far as just my development and progression as I got older uh, out there, so – uh, yeah, summing up, it was just a great experience. Yeah, that's amazing, man. And you know, the, just just um, just thinking about what the MAC is, and to, like you said, you know, as a as a group of five uh, conference, I feel like you know, even when I was 
at UB, you know, I totally feel that way where it's like, it's a conference that people may look down on just because, Hey, it's an, it's an academic conference. You know, Hey, it's not, it's not the ACC. It's not the SEC, but at the same time too, there's a, you know, Antonio Brown's a Mac, um, alumni, Ben Roethlisberger's a Mac alumni, Khalil Mack, obviously as well, you know, just thinking about some of the best players in the league. So just, just, you know, for me, for you to be able to go from EMU to go over to UB, you know, just what are your overall thoughts on the Mac conference and, you know, why, and, and just something that you think some people who may not pay close attention to the Mac may miss out about, you know, what the football has to offer there. Got some dogs in the Mac. I'm not going to lie. You know, like it's never, it's never a time you can sleep on the Mac school because you can get beat by any Mac school, regardless if you a power five or a group of five, anybody can get beat in this conference. And, this is a conference you really got to bring your A game uh, every single time, every snap. And that's something I feel like people really just don't realize it because we don't got the attention or we don't always get the uh, the big name recruits in this conference. Uh, so you really got, I feel like you really got to be a dog to play in this conference. And the Max resume speaks loudly because of the type of players they putting into the league and the Mac players, they, they when they get to the league, they, they make a noise. I will say that for sure. No matter what school they came from out of the Mac, I haven't played with one. Max Crosby, he, that's all I got to say. He, yeah. He, oh, yeah. We saw what he was doing to Lamar Jackson yeah, in yeah, the uh, yeah, Ravens yeah, line on uh, Monday night. So Right. Yeah, just to play with – I play with players like him. Uh, I play with a few players like him. I would say that they might not always stuck in that stuck in the league, but they they got there and they for sure could play ball. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because you know it's 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 been something that I've it's something that I've heard even since like you know having come up um here in Buffalo you know just watching the Mac being so close to a program like UB like people have always shared that that sentiment but I'm glad you 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 spoke on that because it is true there are a lot more people um in the Mac you know, that really can play ball that people don't even realize. So, right. you know, they, they've got to open their eyes and, and stop sleeping. Um, you know, just, just thinking about, you know, you coming over to UB now, you know, you've been able to play with one of the, you know, strongest quarterbacks in the conference on the first two games of the season with Kyle Van Trees. Just, you know, what's it been like with you building a rapport with him um, and just, you know, how have you enjoyed, you know, being able to, to work with someone, um, a veteran quarterback like him thus far? Man, honestly, I love I love just playing with Kyle. He he a great dude for real. Uh, just the the whole process of building the chemistry just seems so effortless mm-hmm. because I don't know. It seemed like we clicked as soon as we as soon as we even got around each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to the point where we just gravitate towards each other in practice in the locker room or just around the facility. Like I just I can't remember time I just haven't seen Kyle or haven't spoke to Kyle just in a short span, like if anything happened, good or bad in practice, I just always end up by Kyle. We end up just talk to each other, pick pick each other's brains. Uh, it could be off topic about football, just anything. Um, so it's, I would say that whole process has worked so smoothly. I'm, I'm really thankful for it because he was so accepting of me as well as the whole, the whole program uh, here at UB. So that whole process just, uh, it just seemed like, it just seemed so natural. That I, it, it, it was so natural to the point I didn't realize until I look up now that a couple months ago, two, three months ago, that 
we just we had to start from ground zero with each other and then just to look at how far we've come and just to just to envision how far we'll get with each other just not even just myself but just the whole team the whole offense with uh with Kyle leading the way so I'm I'm excited to see that for real. Yeah, you guys, I, like I mentioned, you know, you guys have shown to be, you know, one of the top connections um, in the MAC conference. And, you know, it's going to be exciting to follow what you guys do um, as a as a tandem, as an offense and everything like that moving forward. Um, you know, so for you, what what's it been like also to be able to work with Coach Mo now? You know, obviously he's a new head coach. Uh, this is his first time around. So and, you know, obviously he's been here at UB before, but, you know, being in this capacity is a little different. Just what has your experience been like uh, working under him? I would say he brings out some stuff in me that that is just he brings some he brings out certain things in me consistently that I would say I've never even done before. Mm-hmm. And he's his energy, he just got the it factor, honestly. It, um, he's somebody you will run through a brick wall for, honestly. I'll, I'll be honest about that one. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've really enjoyed my time with him so far, too. And I'm yeah. looking forward to what we have in the future coming. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he, you know, having um, played at UB when he was last year, you know, he was – always such an energy guy, always someone who, you know, Hey, you might get on the, you might be on the wrong side of that energy some days. You know what I mean? He can definitely dig into some guys, but at the end of the day, I think he's someone that is so passionate, but has such a commitment to the grind and excellence. And, you know, he's someone that I think, you know, just following in the footsteps of someone like Lance Leipold, I think he's really the perfect fit in terms of someone that can really carry on what the, uh, what the program has done over over the last uh, handful of years. I agree. For sure. And, you know, so just switching gears a little bit, you know, definitely want to talk a little bit about, you know, the Nebraska game, obviously tough one, you know, being able to, you know, have a tough um, loss like that on the road and, you know, such a packed environment like uh, the Memorial Stadium, you know, what's one takeaway that you have from the game overall? We just got to be better. We got to execute. Um, which I, I'm confident that we will this week and the weeks moving forward. Um, so that's just to summarize that one. We we know what we did. We know what we need to do better to just to make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do. So that's yeah, that's all I really got for that one. For sure, yeah. You know, and it's tough because you know watching the game. You know, twenty eight three. Yeah, that's the final score. But as what, cl- it was. Yeah. It was much closer than that. Much closer than that. It was really a couple plays, couple sequences. I feel like the first half sequence towards the end, you know, um, when you guys um, get off the field and then they go down and score, you know, off of the, the long run that Martinez had. And, you know, just things, it's really just a couple of plays here and there. But, you know, that's why it's it's tough. Like, you know, people see box scores, people see the final result and say, oh, man, you know, UB got blown out. But, you know, if they really paid attention, it was really just came down a handful of plays that really um, yeah. affected the outcome. Yeah, yeah. So with that, we're just doing we're just doing our best to minimize those instances where we didn't capitalize and just didn't take advantage of the situation that we were in. Mm-hmm. But I'm confident that we will. That was a, that was just a everything's learning learning experience. So that's just something that we got to learn from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, just talking about a learning experience, being able to have a game like that 
after playing a team like Wagner, you know, an FCS program who's had their struggles in, in recent years too, you know, how important do you think it was to be able to have that experience against Nebraska following a game like Wagner, but also before you play a team like Coastal Carolina? Uh, it just showed us that we got to bring it every single play, mm-hmm. every play. And I know we will. So, yeah, that's 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 what it really just showed me. And our team fights so hard. I'll tell you that everybody from top to bottom, from Coach Mo to the players, we all what we do, we do it, we do it as hard as we can, and we never gonna give up. So, so we gonna we 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 gonna be ready. I'm I'm, I'm very confident in that. No doubt. And, and, you know, so just just looking ahead then, you know, I mentioned the Chanticleers already. You know, what are you seeing from them? Obviously, the number 16 ranked team in the country. Um, but, you know, I feel as though this is a matchup that you guys might even pose even more of a challenge to uh, Coastal than you guys did with Nebraska. So just thoughts going into the Coastal game, just thoughts on what you've seen on them on film. Um, just my thoughts on Coastal is this is a big game, but it's only I feel like it's a big game. It's our biggest game because it's our next game. So uh, ultimately, that's how I look at it. And that's like that's how we looked at past opponents like Wagner, mm-hmm. where this you saw how unbalanced the score was. But that's the same way we looked at Wagner is the same way we're looking at Coastal. Mm-hmm. So we sure. just gotta, so we, we treat every game. Like the championship game, we that's how that's how we looking at everything. Most definitely, yeah. It's it's gonna be a fun matchup, you know. I think, especially because I feel as though both programs are at this point too, where you know both have been building up, you know, both have been making their way up ways up the ranks, and have come to a point where it's like, hey, these are two of the best group of five programs in the country, and you know, let 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 um you know let the chips fall where they may from there, right. Most definitely, man. So, you know, um, you know, just also looking ahead too. you know, this is a, a season where, you know, UB has its fans back and you know, it's a full season back, um, you know, just just big picture wise. What are you most for most looking forward to um, with the rest of the season slate ahead? Just going out there every week and proving just proving what we already know, uh, not to everybody, just to ourselves, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, just proving that UB is for real, and we really, we really building something here, and uh, we're just looking to put it on, put it all on display. Absolutely, it's, it's going to be fun. And uh, one last question I have for you before I let you go, um, I gotta ask it with the with the hoodie on, man. CLB or Donda? CLB. I ain't even listen to Donda. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even listen to it. <laughs> Oh, I'll, man. I'll probably give it a listen though, but you can't beat Drake. That's my opinion. I've been a diehard Drake fan since I was like in fourth, fifth grade. So right. it's just I don't know. To in my to me, it's no beating Drake. Drake, the new Michael Jackson, you know. <laughs> no doubt, hey man. I'm I'm a, I'm an October baby myself, so I couldn't agree more. You know, I like Kanye. I, I like his older stuff more than his new stuff for sure. For sure, that's too. that's why I came up on his older music. So it's. It's hard to get away from that, and I, I just don't. I ain't really listen to his new music like that. He kind of changed mm-hmm. up his style a little bit. And I don't think I'm a big fan of that, but yeah, I got to give Donda a chance just because I grew, I grew up on Kanye. Right, 
No doubt. I mean, hey, man, like J. Cole said, two legends, they can coexist. You know what I mean? So that's true. It is what it is. But no, I, I, do, I totally feel you on that, man. So, but Keon, um, it's been a pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. You know, I wish you good luck and good health the rest of the way. You know, I'm definitely, you know, wishing you luck, you know, with this season. But, you know, hopefully you can continue on. And, you know, hey, hopefully, you know, we can see you playing on Sundays next year, too. So if, yes, you, if you're not returning to UB, but obviously there's a lot of things that got to be decided um, by then. But, um, guys, just wanted to say thank you. Um, this is Kyrie Demo signing off from Bullseye. Um, just wanted to let you know this episode was brought to you by Bet Online. And uh, we will talk with you all soon. Stay tuned and horns up, y'all. Sorry. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.